Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Stu and Al pod. Of course, you know me, I'm Al. I'm Stu, I don't know what. <laughs> there he is, there's Stu. Hey, Stu, how are you? How have you been? <laughs> Alex, yeah. I've got a bit of news actually, before we start. You know oh. how you do that um, every week, you always say, uh, oh, alright Stu, you pissed him out yet? Oh yeah, your kidney stones. Yeah, well, it turns out I have pissed them out because I went for my x-ray this week and uh, they have passed without me noticing. So unfortunately, I can't give the stones away as a prize if we ever did a competition for them. What a shame. Just what shame. a shame. I'm sorry, listeners. Mm. I'll tell you what, there'll be listeners who are turning off now because they not only because the podcast is shoddy, but also because now they know that they can't get your piss stones. What a shame. Someone could have cloned you. Get, get that. They're kidney stones, not piss stones. Well, it's better calling them piss stones, isn't it? It's funnier. Don't, it's better. Don't, um, I think that's the scientific uh, term. True. Oh, Al, sp- yep. speaking of uncommon names. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Lance. Lance is an uncommon name nowadays, isn't it? Lance? Yeah, it's pretty uncommon. Yeah, I suppose so. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. But I reckon in, medi- I reckon in medieval times, yeah. people were named Lance a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> also, we need, uh, we need to do some international shout-outs. Oh, yes, please. We have had, we've had downloads this week in Pudebach, in Germany, population oh, nice. of 2.2 thousand. Guten Tag. And, uh, yeah, Guten Tag, yeah. And uh, Chalfant St. Giles in Buckinghamshire as well. Buckinghamshire, ooh, very nice. Mm. Well, welcome along, so new listeners. Uh, if you're one of them people that downloaded us from that sounds, pop in and not pop in. <laughs> if you're one of those people that uh, are from these regions, say hello on Twitter. Yeah. Tell us who you are. Tell us who you are, what you like, what you do, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, Stu, what are you drinking this week? Um, I got a big delivery from Flavorly. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, two posh glasses and 24 cans. Nice. Or tins, as you say, down the back of that. Yeah, old tins. This one's called uh, By the Horns Fresh Tracks Lager. Nice. Well, this week I've got and Brook. Oh, sorry, carry on. Sorry, yeah, hang on. It's 4.5%. Yeah, well, I'm drinking uh, Brooklyn Lager. Tin of Brooklyn oh, Lager. Oh, oh. Now, so this is usually the time where I do silly voices and bring on a special guest. Yeah, I was looking forward to this part. But unfortunately, Stuart, there's no time for that this week. Oh. Now, instead, it is time for a brand new feature called We're So, So Sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Professionalism. Well-researched. Highbrow. Respectable. Sexy. Are these words you associate with a Stu and Al pod? Yes. Yes, me too. But... Not all of our listeners believe these things, Stu. I think we really? both know about the listener we're talking to. We won't say his name on the on the air. Let's just call him Chris K. Or, or, or <laughs> Mr. Conrath. One of the two, whichever you want to say. But uh, That lad from Lincoln. Him. Yeah, there's a certain chap who will uh, uh, mock our podcast and uh, call us names and uh, say that we won't be yeah. lasting long. But uh, Always giving it the big one, isn't he? I know, but... I, I, as much as it is, you know, he might be he might be right on some of these things. We just wanted to say wholeheartedly, we apologise, 
Chris, for any wrongdoing or heartache we've caused you over these, well, 11 episodes that we've had so far. And we want to make ourselves and our podcast better, mainly just for you. Stu, have you got anything to add? Yeah, we really are sorry, Chris K, a.k.a. Mr. Comrath. I mean, we will try and do better from now on, such as not forgetting to put things in when written to or um, getting facts right about where certain wrestlers are from or from, say, correctly identifying which decade Sabutio is uh, invented. <laughs> but um, from now on, we will make sure, and we'll not only double-check our facts, we're going to triple check them as well. Oh, yeah, at least, at least. So that was new feature. We're so, so sorry. And hopefully we won't ever have to bring this feature back again. Again, we are sorry for any wrong we've done. Yeah. But now it's time to crack on. This is top three. Top three. Top three is where me and I'll pick a subject each week. We take it in turns, you know. Make yeah. it fair and all that. Yeah, it's all fair. And we pick the three favourite things about that. So, Alex, if, for example, we were to say um, top three uh, top three boxes, yeah, I would go for box of chocolates, yeah, cardboard box, or boxing. Yes, very good, very clever. But, Stu, um, last week it was your topic, and you, this time you chose... Disney characters to feature in a... Disney or Pixar feature film. Yeah, still I had I found this one really difficult. Not because it was, um, you know, it was trying to get the numbers down to three. I think I had a lot at one point, and I kept chopping and changing. But I am happy with the three that I've got. How about you? Did you find it difficult? Uh, I changed it a couple of times, and uh, I thought I had my final three, and then I remembered someone I needed to put in and put them in at number three. It is in order this time as well. I got from three to one in yep. favoritism. And I've actually just changed my number three for my number two and my number two for my number three right now. Mm, gosh. Anyway, it was a very, very popular one. I think most our most popular one on social media. So we'll read all those yeah, out we afterwards. But, we, uh, had, we had, as Silla would say, we had a lot, a lot of feedback. We had a lot of feedback. <laughs> so, Stu, do, do you want me to go first? There's um, Stone Scissors paper for it. So you goes first. One, two, three. Paper. So does that mean goes first? I've got... I got scissors, so I'm going first. Go on then. Because you've got paper. You're yes. a twat. <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> my number three is Baloo. Ah. Oh. From The Jungle Book. Give me a I did, write down, <laughs> I did write down who did his voice, but it can't. I, no, I haven't. Oh, oh shit. Never uh, mind. So you can Google it if you want. People. Yeah, hang on. No, not you. People can Google oh, it. Oh, not me. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, bloody hell. Well, I know Bill Murray did one in the uh, live action one. Yeah. But I was, I was on about the one from the cartoon. Never mind. Oh. Anyway, so it's the fun-loving, easygoing sloth bear who becomes best friends with Man Cub and Alex Lookalike, Mowgli. <laughs> I wish. Do you want to hear some facts, Alex? A bit, a bit of facts about oh, it. Give us some facts, lad. Right, so, you know, as you know, the uh, Baloo is based on the book, well, the whole film is based on the book by Rudyard Kipling, The Jungle Book. Yeah, he makes good cakes. In, not him. <laughs> published in 1894, it came out, you know. Bloody hell. Yeah, a long time ago. 
older than uh, older than his slippers I have on my feet. Oh. Uh, but in that book, Baloo is featured as a humorless, strict, and aging sloth bear oh. who utilizes militant discipline <laughs> while mentoring Mowgli and the rest of the wolf club cubs. Fair enough. Very strict. A bit like a teacher we used to have at our primary school. Indeed. Who shall remain nameless. Fact number two. Baloo's yep. trademark song, The Bear Necessities, was actually written for the original draft of the film. Uh, when Walt Disney took on the project, he cut all songs from the film. Oh. The filmmakers loved that song so much, they pleaded for it to be included, which Walt eventually agreed to put the film back in. And the most interesting fact of found, Alex, Al. Yeah. Baloo translates to bear in Hindi. Oh, so he's bear the bear. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Better bear. Better bear, better bear, better, better, better bear. Can I, can I? Okay, me? Yeah, you. So my first choice, Stu, um, in third place is Mater from the Cars films. He featured in Cars 1 to 3. Uh, Mater was voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. I don't know if I've ever seen any, any of his stand-up, but it's, it's, uh, it's a very American thing, I think. I'm sure it's very uh, funny, but uh, it's not for me. So he's um, hey, how you do? No, I can't do the voice. Uh, you don't say. Are you right there? Like are him. you right there? <laughs> yeah, that's Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> I I rubbed myself with a big foam finger that I got from visiting gladiators in the 90s. <laughs> I washed myself with a regular stick. So Mater is a tow truck, and I like the fact that his real name is Sir Tomater. A bit like Tomato. Oh. <laughs> Um, he's Very a tow good. truck. Um, one, of the, one of the reasons that I really like him, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of the Cars films. They're all right. But one of the jokes he says in Cars 1 is they're talking about, uh, I think, Doc Hudson, who's another car, who's won a Piston Cup. And um, Lightning McQueen says he won a Piston Cup. And, uh, <laughs> and Mater spits out his drink and goes, he did what in his cup? <laughs> I just find that joke really good because it's such and a joke for the adults. I love how Disney films can get these jokes in yeah. and the adults are getting the kids there. And I just, I think he's quite a funny character. He's, yeah, I really, I, I think he's a good character. And it's mainly just for that joke, I suppose. I think that's one of my favourite jokes in a Disney film. <laughs> I've only seen, I've only seen the first one. Yeah. They, but I do a, remember, um, I did think that he was the best character in it. Yeah. They're all right. They're, they're, they're all right. So that's my first mm. one. So give us your number two. What about your facts? That's it. I didn't really have oh. anything. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for number two, I'll, I've gone for Pumbaa from The Lion King. Ah, fair enough. Voiced by Ernie Sabella. See, I wrote that one down. Hey, does he sound like this? Is that his voice? They call me Mr. P. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> voiced by Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah, that hurts. So the gluttonous warthog, best friend of Timon, outcast due to bad farts. So, I mean, I'd say The Lion King was my favourite film, Disney-wise. 
and uh, I, ha- half the reason is because of Pumba, I think. So I only saw the did, I only saw the Lion King probably for the first time about a year ago. I do like it; it's really good, but really? I hadn't seen it. And then, um, yeah, I watched it about yeah. a year ago. It's uh, it's a uh, very good. I've still not seen the uh, the new one yet. You know the live. The, well, yeah, the Beyonce one. Yeah, not seen it, but I do have some good facts from for Pumba. Go on, then. Pumba. Pumba's last name is Smith. Is it? Yeah, that's a good last name. There's really? a, there was a TV series with them or something, and it reveals a lot of things there mm. about having uncles and shit like that. But yeah, his last name is Smith. Uh, Pumba is voiced by Seth Rogen in the live-action remake. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, my third fact, Alex, is that warthogs live only in sub-Saharan Africa, where they coexist with other species and they live in social groups called sounders. Oh, very interesting, mm. Mr. Bond. I should have done that in the style of Richard Attenborough, not David Attenborough, shouldn't I? Yeah. Warthogs live in early in sub-Saharan Africa, where they coexist with other species. They live in social groups called sounders, my voice is still hurting from doing an impression of Pumba a few moments ago. That's a good impression, that still. I'd maybe like to see him down the bag of nails one day. <laughs> maybe that could be arranged. Excellent, thank you. So, good character. Do you want my number two? <clears throat> my number two is um, a character from Inside Out, and it is Bing Bong. I don't know if you've seen Inside Out. I haven't Out. seen that yet. Oh, it's fantastic. Yet, no. um, so, Bing Bong is voiced by Richard Kind. Um, he is a, he's made of pink cotton candy and he's a cat elephant dolphin hybrid. So he's kind of, he's an imaginary friend, um, of Riley, the main character, and she's kind of forgotten about him and um, they find Bing Bong in the depths of her mind. Um, mm. but I, the reason I like Bing Bong, um, is he's a very funny character. He's got a little song and he's got a magic wagon. And when he sings the magic, wa- the wagon can fly, but he, um, Oh, I'm going to give away a bit now, Stu. You're not seeing it. But um, Bing Bong sacrifices right. himself. He sacrifices himself to save, oh, to save joy. And it's just such a sweet moment. In, in a, I mean, Disney films, obviously, very good at, com- very good at making us laugh. And, but it's also got some very touching moments. And it's just a really like, beautiful moment where he sacrifices himself to help Joy so that she can get back to, um, to Riley, really. And it's just really nice. I just really like it. I really like that as a character. I just think they've done a really good job with him. So, yeah, that's mm. pretty, pretty on, much it. It's on, it's on Disney Plus side. It is Disney Plus sign. <laughs> so um, I'll have to have a try and catch it on mm. there. But Alex, Richard Kind, I'm not familiar with him. Where else might I have seen him before? Oh well, you would have seen him in many documentaries. <laughs> Fuck knows, I don't know. <laughs> Go on, then, give us hey, your number Richard one. Kind. If you're listening, Richard Kine, write in. Tell hey. us what you've been in. Yeah, come on the come on the podcast. So oh, Stu, give us your number one. Well, Alex, I've gone for one of my favourite stand-up comedians and probably the funny funniest apart from Reeves and Mortimer, the funniest person out there. Uh, the genie, voiced by the legendary Robin Williams from yeah. Aladdin. Okay, good choice. I mean, he's just a genius, isn't he? Williams, with I was on about the voice, the voice actor, Robin Williams. Some of the films he's been in, but I'll wait for another day. Yeah, 
Uh, but yes, the, the servant in the lamp kept in a cave for 10,000 years. <laughs> Eventually released by best friend Aladdin. Yes. Or Aladdin. Here, yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Aladdin's probably my second favorite Disney film based entirely on the genie. Yes. Go on, tell us some stuff about him. Uh, number one, Alex, he has three laws that he cannot break. Can you uh, remember what they are? Uh, don't drink and drive. <clears throat> nope. Um, always urinate sitting down. And nope. don't scratch your ass in public. Uh, no. Ah. It's, uh, he cannot kill anyone. He cannot make anyone fall in love. And he cannot revive people from the dead. Although technically he can do that. But he doesn't like doing it. Oh, fair enough. Uh, my fact for number two is he's voiced by Robin Williams, even though I've already said that, in what is one of his finest roles. Yeah. <laughs> Genie's opening song is Never Had a Friend Like Me. I'll yeah. tell you what, try and find a better Disney song than that. Uh, songs, any song from Moana? Mm, I disagree. I disagree. Oh, Be Our Guest in Beauty and the Beast. No, I reckon that one's better. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll tell yeah, you what, it's a good Disney song. What? Uh, be prepared from the Lion King. You know where Scar's, t- um, like his little. Oh yeah. Is? <clears throat> I'll, I'll be your king. You won't go hungry again. And they're like, Oh no way! Yeah, go on then. Yeah, sounds great. And he's like, Right, I'll just tell you this. I'll tell you it in song, just to like cement that. And then they do the march. And he's I'd like, like yeah. I'd like all my advice given in song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I would. Yeah, it'd be good. Is that everything you got about the Jane, eh? Uh, yeah, and he's blue. He's blue. He's blue. <laughs> one foot dance. <laughs> bit one bit, bit blue foot dance. Yeah. <laughs> Garlic bread. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, eh? Turned into That's a Peter K. <laughs> so, Mr. Stu, my number one. You ready for it? Yeah. One of my, uh, two oh. of my favourite um, Disney films. It's got the same character in, and it's Goofy. From the Goofy movie and the Extremely Goofy movie. I don't know if you've seen the Goofy movie or the Extremely Goofy movie. They are on Nine. They are on Disney Plus. Go and watch them. They are brilliant. So the first Goofy movie is about him and his son going away to, um, on a camping trip. But his son wants to go and see Powerline, who is like the, um, the big pop star at the time. And the second one is when Goofy's son is going off to college. And then Goofy has to go to college too. And I'll tell you what. <laughs>, laughs and shoe but they're such good films um and I, goofy's just such a nice character he's uh, voiced by bill farmer who are <laughs> i've not got much about goofy because he's obviously a really well-known disney character but he's always trying to be a good dad to his son max he's a single dad he's a nice guy and he has a love interest in the second film as well which is quite nice with a librarian oh. yeah it's quite nice that but he's just, a, he's just a really nice bloke, I think. Just think he's a really nice gaster. Yeah, I know. I mean, he sounds like a lovely fella. <laughs> oh, he's a smashing chap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't really got much about him. I just, I just like him. I just like him, Stu. So, okay. that's our choices, guys. Hey, but Stu, what have our yeah. listeners come up with? A bloody shitload, I'll tell you what. We've had oh, a load of this. I know we usually start 
No, come on, we'll, we'll start with him. You know him. We'll start with him, yeah. You know, he said he, you know, he said he was on skating on thin ice. Yeah. It might actually have broke it this week. <laughs> so we're going to start, as always, with him, regular Gav. Go on then. Uh, he said Bell. Yeah. And then in brackets, the fit one from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, Lumiere, not to blow smoke up Owl's anus. Could you um, tell everyone what he means by that? Well, years ago I played Lumiere in a travelling production of Beauty and the Beast, which I won an award for, a trophy and a cash prize, for best pantomime of the year, so. But I played Lumiere. <laughs> that was my accent. I didn't know he was Spanish. <laughs> and he's also picked out Luxo. Now I said, if you pick this, I'm going to make fun of you on the show. And he Luxo. insisted that Luxo. Now Luxo is the lamp that appears at the on the title. You know when it announces the Pixar title at the start of every Pixar film. Oh yeah. Now, I've said, that's not really a character in the feature film. But he said, but it's in the film. Mm. Uh, I'm going to let him off because he's picked Lumiere. And I, Lumiere was going to be one of my choices. But I didn't pick him uh, at the last moment. Um, but so, I, I mean, don't like his comments about Bell either. It's just... No. It's, it's Gavin, are you, Gavin, are you all right? Are you all right? I mean, at that ice, Gav, it's like... It's a good job we've had a bit of cold weather because yeah. it strengthened it. But you, it really is thin now. Like it's, you can hear it cracking. What I'd like to do is get Gav on at some point during, to, in the yeah, top, so he can join in the top three, just the top three. I don't want him on yeah. the entire episode. Um, he will be on our first special episodes whenever yeah. they're going to be. But we're definitely having Gav on. Yeah, and maybe Chris K as well, and yeah. then uh, whoever else wants to jump in. Anyway. <clears throat> Brendan Brendan <clears throat> He has picked Figaro the Cat from Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. The Genie from Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. And the Weasels from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, Roger Rabbit. Is that? Is that? Is that yeah. Disney. It, it, oh, Disney. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to look that up. You'll get. You're treading towards Gav there, Brendo. Brendo Tran with your. Uh... Anyway, Claire R. She's also picked Lumiere. Yep. Uh, the Mad Hat, Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland, and Jack Skellington. Yep. Uh, Haze on Fire. She's also picked Jack Skellington, Buzz Lightyear, and Lotso the Bear from Toy Story. Oh yeah. Two or three. Three. Keith Campbell. Keith Campbell. Mickey Mouse. Uh, Grumpy and Flamingo with the Yo-Yo from Fantasia. Now, Grumpy actually has an original drawing signed Ooh. by the uh, animators from Snow White. <clears throat> oh, that's He sent good. a picture to it on Twitter, and it's, uh, it's amazing. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Katie R., she has picked Marida from Brave. Yeah. Wally. Yeah. And Chip from Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say Chip from Chip and Dale. Ha! <laughs> Oh, mate, that's a, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, now we've had uh, <laughs> we've had suggestions out from three new friends here, each with their own podcast as well. So if you're listening, everyone, check out their podcast as well. We've got Not Before Coffee at Need Free Mugs, 
Uh, they've gone for Baymax from Big Hero 6. Yes, good one. Eugene, one of my... you... <coughs> Sorry, go on. I was one that I was considering Baymax. I do like Baymax. Yeah. Uh, Eugene Fitzherbert from Tangled. <laughs> yeah, good one. Flynn Rider. And... Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Which is, I've uh, not seen it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Just one you should watch then. Okay. Uh, that guy, Sai, uh, at a November man. Mm-hmm. He's gone for Woody, Potato Head, and Mr. Prickle Pants. So strong Toy Story contingent there. Yep. <clears throat> uh, sisters from Different Misters at SFDM Podcast. They've gone for Remy from Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, Moana. Yes. And um, Mike Wazowski. Ah, yes. Good choice. Pretty good picks there, yeah. Uh, Loretta Hood, she has gone for Gus from Cinderella. Yeah. Uh, Cinderella. From Cinderella, yeah. Uh, and Oliver, yeah, and Oliver from Oliver and Company. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. The other two are good, but not that one. Mm. Paul Shepard, he's gone for the genie, Baloo, and the wicked witch from Snow White. Yeah. That one that goes, mirror, mirror, on the wall. Oh. And last but not least, Kaiser G. Noite. She's gone for Bert from Mary Poppins. Yeah. That potato head fella from that Toy Story. Yeah. And Archimedes the Owl from Sword in the Stone. Fair enough. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank it's you, just- listeners. Thank you, everyone, for your choices. We appreciate it a lot. So thank you for getting in touch. If, if you want to get in touch, give us a tweet. No, not you, the listeners. Oh, right. If you want to get oh, in yeah. touch, we are at Stu and Al Pod on both Twitter and Instagram, and we are stuandalpod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. So, Stu, for next episode, my top three, Stu, we are entering. Well, we're not just entering October. We are in October. The time Ooh. for fright. So my top three is top three horror movie monsters. Ooh. So now, just is there to, any rules? Well, that's just what I wanted to say. You can have just basically the, who is the bad guy or bad woman in, in a horror film. So you can have like the um, in Scream, you can have the ghost face killer. Or you can have a monster such as uh, the thing or something like that. So as long as it's the... so, we say, are we saying horror villains and horror villains? Yeah. So next episode, top three horror movie villains. That's a good that one. That is was top three, and now it is time for nineties corner. Nineties corner. So in each episode, me and Stu bring something from the 90s and have a good chinwag about it. And we <laughs> both decide whether it was pan-dabby-dozy and it gets swept into 90s corner. But if we both think it were crap, it gets flogged off in the Lester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Just like they used to do in the 90s. So Stu, do you want me to go first this week? Yeah, I'll just come first on that, innit? So you, yeah. you, you, uh, you go for it. I've got quite a simple one here, Stu. It's people shouting, run, Forrest, run, at people as they run. (laughs) (laughs) 
So with this still, I've got no facts about it, apart from it's yeah, obviously well. from the film Forrest Gump from 1994, starring Tom Hanks. But I just remember at school when you'd see someone running, everyone would shout, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> I still, and you know what? I, I, some heard someone, still do. I heard someone shout it within the last few weeks when, I saw, when someone was running. And I just thought, brilliant. It was just such a funny thing. <laughs> like, yeah. But I don't know, Stu, that's, that's my 90s corner this week. <laughs> it's just people Fucking shouting hell. that. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, put it in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've done that to someone at some point. Yeah, Wrong, I've, I've had it shouted at me. I know that. Shh. Shh. There we go. Straight into 90s corner. Go on, Stu. Your go. <laughs> I've picked uh, Big Break. <gasps> yes, with John Berger and John Davidson. Should we do? Should we do the theme tune now? One. It's two, only you. Oh, right. sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. Count us in. Two, three, four. It's only a go game you, show. Go Give it a go. Goodbye. Right. I'm gonna be stuck with you tonight. I think we were both singing different lyrics there, but never mind. As long as the tune was right. <laughs> uh, so it's first first aired on the 30th of April 1991 and it ran to the 9th of October 2002 so the majority of it is 90s yeah um, but sorry Chris K it ran over into the 2000s <laughs> don't have a go please as we all know it's presented by Jim Davidson with John Virgo as assistant some interesting facts though actually go on uh, we'll, we'll go back on to talking about the show in a minute but there was an unbroadcast pilot filmed in May 1990, mm-hmm. which featured Mike Reed as host and John Parrott as assistant. Oh, oh, pep, 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 pop the black. <laughs> Can you just do Mike Reed introducing Big Break? Welcome to Big Break with my pal, John Virgo. We're going to pot some balls tonight. Pep, 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 pep. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Um, fact two, contestants were paired with professional players by selecting coloured balls from Jim's bag. (laughs) (laughs) And then number three, Virgo's trick shot, which is a round used for John Virgo to show off his snooker skills and the first eliminated person from Red Hot, I think it was called, had to try and copy and win a prize. Yeah, that was my favourite bit, the Virgo's trick shot. It was it was good. I used to like on the final, but you know when they had to clear the table and Virgo used to try and talk it through him. Take your time. You're yeah. gonna be alright. Just make sure you pop that red and then get onto black and then you're away. <laughs> Take your foot off my table. <laughs> Don't rip the cloth, it's just been resurfaced, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, what did you think of Big Break? I used to love it when it was on. I, I, but I mm. can't think about how it went now. Like, I, I remember Virgo's trick shot. And I remember the last yeah. bit where they had to go around the table and clear up as much as possible. But I don't that's, really that's remember much like else it. about it. Yeah, same, coming to think of it. I know there's like that red heart thing, but I don't know. I can't remember how it went. I need to watch an old one or something. Yeah. I, I just remember it, it was good, though. So I thought I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stu, let me cue my answer up for you. <laughs> a 
and set and give you a green light to sweep it into 90s corner. Beware of oh. the pockets. <laughs> I might brush up that chalk you just spilled there as well. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. So, Stu, have we got any um, social media suggesting anything for 90s corner? Yeah, not much though, but we've got a few. Go on then. Uh, KTR has picked Art Attack. Yeah. With Neil yes. Cannon. So that's that's. Did going that in. start in the nineties? Did it start in the eighties though? After check. No. Was nineties. No, it's right. definitely nineties. Yeah. Uh, Chris K or Mr. Comrath, he's picked The Matrix. Yeah. I triple checked this, and it was nineteen ninety nine, so it's allowed. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Good. Well done, Chris. Uh, and regular Gav, this actually, this is a good one, and it might help him out with his thin ice situation at the moment, but he's gone for Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah, very good. So, An I think it's a hat choice. trick. Brilliant. That everyone? Everything goes through. Excellent. So, <laughs> if you've got anything that you'd like to suggest for 90s Corner, why not get in contact? We are stewandourpod at gmail.com, or we're on social media at stewandourpod on both Twitter and Instagram. So that was 90s Corner, and now it's time for Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Each week, Alex picks a famous scene from a TV show or film and has it recreated by a famous person or character or politician. No, not really a politician. <laughs> he doesn't really do that. I might do that one week. Oh, okay. Maybe then. <laughs> Maybe. So, Stu, I told you that my impressions are getting worse, so I'm yep. going to try and do a, um, an action on the camera for you to sort of try and give it away a little bit. You ready? Yeah. Uh, he is looking at you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what is it? Oh, my turn blank. <laughs> the, film's, uh, the film's Casablanca. Correct, 1942. Oh, what the fuck is that? Do the, do the impression again. Here's a... Uh... Looking at you, kid. It's uh, Ernie. No. Oh shit. You're on the right. You're in the right ballpark, though. Kermit. Yes, it's Kermit the Frog. Well done. I told you my impression was getting worse. <laughs> so that was yeah, that was Kermit the Frog in Casablanca. So Stu, <laughs> I'm glad you got that. Back to winning ways. <laughs> yes. So that was frankly my dear. I don't give a damn. And now it is time. For In The News. Each episode, Stu. Oh, he does a lovely job. What he does, he does a lovely job. He really tries. And yeah, God <laughs> loves a trier. So, <laughs> in each episode, Stu gives us two news stories. One that he's found somewhere, either on the internet or in publications such as the Sun, Mirror or Daily Sport Star, or even the Daily Sport. <laughs> and, I don't touch but he also, the no. <laughs> But he also makes one up. And that one is equally as great. Stu's a lovely lad. <laughs> he also gives us the weather, some sports results, and the local headlines. And anything else he likes to shove in as well. Stu. Traffic updates. Traffic updates. Yeah, traffic updates and all. Stu, get on with it. Go on. <laughs> all right, you bastard. <clears throat> Here are your headlines tonight. Tina Turner releases geography book titled River Deep Mountain High. <laughs> St- 
Stevie Wonder's the new director of Royal Mail. Contract just about to be signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> and the Supremes invent a new dating site and call it youcanthurrylove.com. Oh. <laughs> just gone live now. Speaking of love, story number one. A couple had planned an extremely lavish wedding and had borrowed money from friends and family to pay for it all. They managed to raise £23,000 in donations for the big day. Bloody hell. But just as it neared, they decided to call the whole thing off and keep the money for themselves. Bride-to-be Pam wrote on Facebook, Pam, after much reflection and tear-filled conversation with family, we have decided to cancel our upcoming winter wedding. We thank you for your donations and managed to raise twenty-three grand. Amazing. Don't worry, though, the money you've donated will not be spent in vain and will be used as a honeymoon in the coming months. After a honeymoon, we will announce a new wedding date and reopen our money fund for further <sighs> gifts. Weddings are expensive, you know. Oh. Please stay tuned. In the meantime, I'll be updating our gift fund on Amazon if anyone would like to donate our honeymoon. Bloody hell. I'd love to see the comments on that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, the guests were understandably fuming and some even threatened legal action. So after that, Pam hit back. I mean, this is going to be like, I think this week's is pretty obvious. But uh, Pat hit back saying, uh, that's not how donations work and the money is no longer yours. She also added it was she was going to be taking a week off to recover from the stress caused by people having a go. <laughs> the icing on the cake, pardon the pun, she, she demanded her nearest and dearest to donate spa items to her home if they cared about her at all and her oh. well-being. Oh. What an absolute <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so that may be true. I might have just made all that up. Yes. Ooh la la. Uh, <laughs> but number two, out a, a, uh, a new study at San Diego Zoo. Not San Diego, sorry. Chester Zoo. I can't yeah. read my writing. Uh, was released this week. And it, um, it basically sent scientists into a massive frenzy after footage of two apes playing chess. Yeah. Uh, the match lasted 45 minutes with the match ending in victory for the ape named Bucharest. Uh, Bucharest and his uh, roommate, shall we say, Washington Jr., were also recorded playing Guess Who, Operation, and Monopoly. Although the Monopoly game was abandoned after Washington Jr. landed on their a hotel on Mayfair and smashed the whole thing to bits. Uh, lead scientist, Melanie Checkmate, said, it was really exciting to see Bucharest and Washington Jr. managing to play a whole game of chess. I had 50 quid on Bucharest, so it's happy days for me. Uh, her assistant, Dr. Knight to King Free, also said, <laughs> it, was, it was quite amazing how they managed to... Uh, pick up the game so quickly. I'm shit at operation, which is ironic being a doctor and all that. So it's an amazing sight to see the apes play with ease. Uh, it said studies will continue with more apes to see how they fare. Uh, not, ha not everyone is happy with this. I mean, animal rights activists claiming that the apes were being used as pawns Aww. and protests lasted through the night with <laughs> marches going through Bishop Lane and leading to Queen Street. <laughs> I asked the scientist if we could get pictures of the apes playing, but he simply replied, 
Not sure. I'll have to checkmate. <laughs> so, <laughs> which one is true and which one is false? <laughs> that first one started off so well. And I thought, yeah, I suppose you could teach like monkeys to play <laughs> to play chess in a way. But then it started going the same way as it always goes. So I'm going to say the mm. second story was made up. The apes playing chess, guess who operation, and that other one, Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I made all that up. That was all a lie. Yes. But that bloody bastard with the wedding. Jesus Christ. I know, that's the worst story we've had that's been real. It's yeah. terrible. What <laughs> awful human. Uh, anyway, I'll draw a bit of sport. Go on, then. A bit of sport. Uh, so, as we mentioned, Bucharest beat Washington Jr. in chess. Yeah. That was one result we had through today. In the athletics, though, Al, we've never yeah. had athletics before. Uh, Marjorie Talker took gold in the discus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Tony Spear took gold in the javelin. Oh. Um, Daddy Longlegs was victorious in the long jump. Yeah. <laughs> Poppy Cheetah won the 100 meter sprint. <laughs> And Greenland, the 500 to, one outs- 500 to 1 outsiders won the relay race. I suppose you really have to hand it to them there. Oh, God. Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, a bit of traffic news, Justin. Justin! Exclusive. A lorry carrying strawberries has been hit and squashed, causing quite a jam <laughs> on the M25. And in the weather next week, it's going to be clammy. Oh, it's a horrible thing. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yay. Brilliant. Brilliant, as always. So that was in the news, and now it is time for Buster Mine. Hey? You bloody cunt. <laughs> Buster Mind. So it's like that show on TV where to sit in that chair and answer questions. But me and Al pick the subjects for each other and try and make them as hard as possible because we're bastards. Yeah. Now this week, Al, I pick for you Slipknot. Yes, and I equally pick for you the Sparse Girls. Hey. <laughs> Still, I I think I asked you questions first last week. I think I did. So uh, you can ask me first yes. this week. Yeah, you did ask me. Right, Al. Yeah. Question one. To date, Slipknot have released six studio albums. Can uh-huh. you name three of them? Oh, I think their first album was just called Slipknot. Yep. Iowa. One, two. Oh, bollocks. Um, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay, the other ones were Volume 3, Subliminal Verses. Yes, that's it. That's the one I was thinking. Fuck. All yeah. Hope is Gone. Uh, the Grey Chapter, and then the album from last year, We Are Not Your Kind. Ah, oh, bloody hell. Number two, name the lead vocalist. Corey Taylor. Correct. Yes! Number three, name five songs from that debut album. Wait and Bleed. Yeah. Oh, um, People Equal Shit? Was that, was that on that album? No. Oh, bollocks. No, I can't remember. No, it's gone. Sorry. None at all? No. I only know that one. 
So track one, you had seven four two six one seven zero 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 two seven. Yeah. Track two was sick. Yeah. And then you had eyeless, wait and bleed that you got. Yeah. Surfacing, spit it out. Ah. Tattered and torn. Frail limb nursery. Purity, liberate, prosthetics, no life, diluted, only one, and scissors. Ah, uh, yeah. I had that album as well. It's a brilliant album. It's a very brilliant. good album. Uh, where do Slipknot originate from? Iowa. Correct. Can you be more precise? Uh, so it starts with an S. Um, can't remember. No. Des Moines. Yeah, Des Moines. Yeah, but I've got Iowa, so you've got to give me that. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, and do you know their record label? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. I read this one earlier. Um, no, I'm not going to remember. No, I'm just not going to get it. Beep, beep. Go on then. Roadrunner. Oh, yeah. I read that one earlier and I thought I need to remember that and I forgot it. So I've got two. So you got two? the Corey Taylor and you got Iowa and then you've got, you got part of other that, that yeah. I can't get either point. No. So yeah, two. You two, right. two out. Okay, brilliant. Ooh. So Stu, here are your five questions on the Spice Girls. Question one, what year were they formed? 1994. Correct. Two, which magazine gave them their nicknames? Smash Hits. Incorrect. It was Top of the Pops. Oh, fuck. Question three, how many countries did debut single Wannabe get to number one? 37. Correct. Well done. Yeah, I read Question that one last night. Question four, what record label were they signed to? Uh, it's not the same as the Slipknot one. Seventeen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it something? Virgin. Oh. And finally, question five, when first formed, which English county did they live? Buckinghamshire. It was Berkshire. Oh, bollocks. We'll oh, never too as well. We'll never be allowed to go on mastermind, will we? No. <laughs> so Stu, we both got two. So, so it's time breaker. for the tiebreaker. So oh, shit. go on and you give me mine first. Did you write one down? Yeah, I've got one. Uh yeah, same. Alright, Alex. Name all the current members of Slipknot. Oh fuck off. That's too hard. <laughs> Can't do that. Alright, name apart from Corey Taylor then, name three of us. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know. Sean. One of them's called Sean. Some of these are clown. Yeah. Um, yes. Sean Crahan. Yeah. Um, Wayne. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. So there's <laughs> him. Craig Jones. Matt T Mick Thompson. Yeah. Corey Taylor. Sid Wilson. Jim Root. Should have got that one. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alessandro Venturella. And Jay Weinberg. Oh, God. Right, you ready for your question? Yeah. A tiebreak question. Who played Mr. Step, the army general, in Spice World, the movie? Richard E. Grant. Incorrect. It was Michael Barrymore. <laughs> hell. What do we do now? So we got it wrong. In this week's episode, I suppose, we have drawn Bastermind. I think we've got draw? no more questions. It was a draw. Two all. Well done, Stu. Can't I thought it was quite a good one, that. Can't we do a noughts and crosses on it or something? No. It's a draw. <laughs> Fine. So, Stu, have you got me a topic for next episode? Yes. What is it? It is Neighbours. Neighbours, the, the TV show? No, just Neighbours. I'm not saying a year. The, the, all of it. Oh. From when it started to 
today's one, which I watched earlier on Channel 5. Okay, fair enough. Stu, my topic for you next, then the next episode is the lovely city of Rotherham. <laughs> you can't do Rotherham. Of course I can, it's bastard mine. What questions are you going to have about that? Uh, describe, just... describe Rotherham. Yeah, how many Costa Coffees has it got? <laughs> Nine. Right, so that was Bastermind. And now it is time for Tales of the Bag of Nails. But they ain't got one in Rotherham. <laughs> so each week, Stu or I take a trip to the Bag of Nails, a lovely pub down in London town. In London? London? So, Stu, it was my turn to go on this week. I had a lovely time. I bloody did. Hold oh, on. It was a nice time, was it? Was it nice? Yeah, it was. It was really nice. So, how, how did you get on? Oh, I had a great time. I met a lovely chap, um, sat at the bar with him for quite a while, and it took a lot of convincing because he was a bit shy, but he's, uh, he's done you a little recording telling you about his, uh, his old job that he used to do. You got the tape? I have got the tape. Here it is. Here's the tape. Here's the tape. Here's the tape. Here's the tape, Pat. Put it in. And... Oh, it just needs rewinding. If you've got to rewind it, you silly sod. <laughs> Click. But am I talking in here, am I? Talking, talking into this. What's this? Is it? It's a phone, is it? Is this your phone, is it, lad? All right. Who's it for? Stu. 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 All right, Stu. My name is Donald Donaldson. And I am an ex-zookeeper who used to work in many different zoos around the country. Now, I don't know. I don't know that you were talking about zoos in your podcast earlier, do I? Because I wouldn't have heard it. <laughs> but, still, have a, I love coming into this pub. It's really nice because uh, I used to travel around the country a lot working in zoos, as I said. But I've settled here now in London. and. This pub is like a new home to me. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about my career as a zookeeper. So Stu, uh, one of the first zoos I worked in, we had a loaf in a cage. Yeah, it was bred in captivity. (laughs) 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 They only get worse. (laughs) (laughs) But Stu, um, sometimes I used to have to work the night shift at the zoo looking after the animals and... uh, what we used to do is some of us used to play cards, we used to play a bit of poker. Oh, keep that under your hat, will you? But I lost some money playing poker with a big cat at the zoo. I think it was a cheater. <laughs> Sometimes, Stuart, if it was some of the animals' birthdays, we used to take them out of the zoo. We used to take them for dinner still. But a lot of the time, some of them would forget their wallets. So I ended up paying the lion's share. <laughs> Some people used to say, because I used to do some very dangerous things at the zoo still. Some of the animals were very dangerous. And people used to say, you must have the heart of a lion. And that's one of the reasons I was sacked. (laughs) (laughs) It's... uh... (laughs) At one point, Stu, I was working in Rotherham, which you might need to know about at some point. Not that I know anything, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at a zoo in Rotherham. And, uh, but the zoo was very rubbish, Stu. It only had a dog in it. It was a shit zoo. 
Kill. Anyway, so I've got to go in a minute. Uh, I like, I'm going to have one last pint before I go home for my dinner. But I want <laughs> someone, when they found out at the pub that I'd been working in zoos, they said, hey, I've got a great joke for you about large cats. And I said, don't tell me or I'll pew my pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> see, you. see you later, Stuart. Have a good one, will you? See you later. Goodbye. <laughs> so there we go, Stu. That was Donald Donaldson. He's a nice chat, wasn't well, he? Well, nice, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so next week, uh, very good. <clears throat> next in the next episode, Stu will be taking a trip to the back down the bag of nails. Hopefully, he'll make meet a lovely character who will. Have a lot of one-liners or something. something. I can guarantee, Alex, it's going to be uh, it. it's going to be the uh, it'll be the final triplet from the Borealis lad. <laughs> That's the way the bag of nails is going now, isn't it? It's just fucking one-liners. Yeah, they're good though. <laughs> so, Stu, now it is time for a lovely feature, which we call Arnie improves things. Each episode, <laughs> Stu finds a tape or in his After Eight box, uh, in his After Eight box, That's and plays us something. Oh, it's gone now. It's gone now. Yeah. Stu finds something that Arnie has tried to improve. Last week it was spaghetti bolognese. Stu, why don't you tell us what he's improved this week? Well, Alex, uh, Arnie, he um, <laughs> thought he'd do a better version than Chaz and Dave by improving the, their hit song, Snooker Loopy. Oh, lovely. Uh, yeah, so I managed to track down the tape um, from a long-lost relative of Arnold, actually, oh, who I've good. become pen pals with. Yeah. Can't remember his name. Not important. Here's the tape, though. Quick. Right. I'll do this in one take because I have a action movie to film later called Party Boopa Party. Now, I'm not going to sing this because... I will say it in spoken word. Spoken word. Snooker loopy, nuts are we. Me and Mac and Danny D, Vito. We'll show you <laughs> what we can do with a rocket launcher aimed at you. Part of the reds then screw back for the yellow, green, brown. I'll be back. Snooker loopy, assholes are we. <laughs> We're all snooker loopy, Mark. What is snooker? If it bleeds, can I kill it? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that was a good one. That was, that was really good. I thought you were just going to do the words for Snooker Loopy, but you've written it. It's brilliant. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Chaz and Dave, um, you know, give, them that, give them that bit of audio there and just see if they'll... Get Arnie in to re-record it. That'd be great. It'd be number one. Christmas number one. Coming up to Christmas. Christmas number one. So. Mm. We'll have all three perform. Oh, we can't anymore, can we? Sadly. No, unfortunately. So, Stu, mm. the springs are closed to another episode of the Stu and Al pod. Right next week, in, in the next episode, our top three will be top three horror movie villains. So, if you want to get in contact and tell us one of those, 
uh, get in contact with us at Stu and Alpod on Twitter and Instagram or Stu and Alpod at gmail.com. Or if you want to add anything to 90s Corner or if you just want to say hello. Yeah, just say hello. Anything you want to add, Stu, before we finish? I, uh... <laughs> yeah, actually, we've had an email yeah, just in now. Okay. Uh, dear Stu and Al, mm-hmm. long time listener, first time emailer. Yeah. What does um what does Kanakana Kanakana mean? Yours your pal B Spears. <laughs> so if you heard Britney Spears leave a voice message for Stu a few weeks ago on episode ten, special episode, then <laughs> it was just what Britney used to say in one of her songs. And it wasn't a kana kana, it was a a kitty kitty, a kitty kitty. <laughs> I got a kitty, I got a kitty. I bought a kitty. I bought a kitty. <laughs> Stu, would you like... <laughs> Is that a curry? Is that a curry? <laughs> Who's your favourite actress? Abel Murray. Abel Murray. <laughs> What's your favourite chocolate bar? A curry Berry. A curry Berry. Stu, would you like to hear something from uh, Mike Reed? Seeing as he's come up in this episode a few times. Always. what is my favorite position to is it either standing standing or is it to be set 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 (laughs) (laughs) what's what's my favorite animal what's my favorite animal what it's a cat 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 (laughs) mike reed i've got a um rodent infestation is it a red 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 don't be a prat, 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 prat. <laughs> what is that flying creature in the night sky? It's a bed, 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 bed. Um, Mike, you've just moved uh, properties. Where are you living now? Oh, we're in a flat, 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 flat. <laughs> Mike Reed, it looks a bit cold outside. Thanks for telling me. I'll just get me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you want to come in for a talk? Yeah, I'll come in for a chat, 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 chat. <laughs> Mike, it's time for yoga. All right, I'll just get me met, 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 met. Hey, if you're a new time listener, just think of all the fun we've been having on the previous episodes. <laughs> we put this will put people off, Steve. It'll put people off. But Mike, what do you get from the uh, car boot sale? Oh, just some chat, 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 chat. <laughs> Mike, my dog oh, doesn't. Pri- <laughs> Mike, my dog doesn't like to be stroked. No, no, no. You've got a pet, 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 pet. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, are all your prices um, for your gigs? Are they? Do they include? Yes, they include vet, 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 vet. Right, Stu, we've got to stop. It's got to stop. Right, say goodbye, Stu. <laughs> say goodbye. Bye for now, no, 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 no. Well, I'm just trying to find out why this dancing's what I love.